When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sitting with me in studio right now, after Curtis, is a guy that works with Curtis every Saturday afternoon from 3 to 4, but after his own show, The Middle, from 2 to 3, and that is Anthony Weiner. Anthony, good morning. How are you? I'm doing good. What's, does Curtis just sleep under the, under the table here in the studio and just someone kicks him and then he gets up and talks? Uh, well, he, you, know, you say that kind of jokingly, but the truth is, yes. I mean, a, for years, there was even worse at uh, the old uh, station at Madison Square Garden. Right. He was there all day, every day. Now he's got a wife and Nancy that actually likes him. But all the years of him getting kicked out of the house. Well, and- this is the thing. You know, you, you can adopt 31 cats if you're never home. It's right. not so bad. You're here the whole time. <laughs> and I remember, you know, he was talking about his time on New York One. He was good on New York One, but he was not a corporate kind of guy. Like, no, he would come no. in and dress up in wigs and do accents and right. that kind of stuff. But you, he- you, on the other hand, you are exactly the corporate type of guy. That this is true. Yeah. This is now, true. Why is there's that? nothing. Why do, you, why do you conform to all these horrible things? There's nothing things? the suits like more than some guy who's sexting on the side. They love that kind of stuff. <laughs> they love that. Uh... <laughs> well, you know what's good is, is the last time you and I spoke, it was a great conversation. And I give you credit. It was very emotional. You even cried. Um, but now you can joke about some of these things. Uh, are you... How do you feel now? Do you feel like you're kind of back and getting back, or are you still kind of well, I still gotta, have that prison leg, if you will? I, no, I got to tell you, I mean, the opportunity that, that John and Margo Katsimatidis gave me here, and we do this show on the weekend you know, called The Middle, where it's not what people probably think. Like most callers are people, oh, I thought I was going to hate you, but I don't really, because we don't kind of do the hard left and the hard right. We try to talk about the issues a little bit more. And I'm getting really comfortable with that, and I really do. I'm grateful for the opportunity. And when I came on with you, I know... You know, people, now you're such a big star, everyone blows smoke up your butt. But you really did, you know, because of your background, because of my background, because we come from the same place and we've had some, you know, no one has a life that's straight lines. It's all about bumps, right? And uh, that conversation really did help with your very large audience to say, all right, you know what? I don't like him. Maybe I'll never listen to him again, but at least he's trying to be honest about his stuff. So this, this has that, been great. Yes. This I has did been get great. a lot of that. I got a lot of folks that said, uh, hey, I, I got to give the guy some credit. This is uh, Anthony Weiner. So uh, tonight at that beautiful stadium on Staten Island, I was there Sunday with John and Margo, the whole crew. Chad, we had this uh, the season-ending baseball game for the Ferry Hawks. Tonight we've got a charity softball game. I want you all to come. The very first ever Spotlight Foundation for Dyspraxia DCD event. Starts at uh, 7 o'clock, get there around 6. This charity that uh, me and Danielle put together, inspired by our son Gabriel. And you've got a story about the ferry, a recent story. Well, I mean, we, we my uh, on Saturday after my show, I took Jordan and four of his 10-year-old friends out to the ferry. By the way, Jordan is your son. Yeah, 10 and a half years old. You know, I, I heard you describe, you know, it kind of got me with a little lump in my throat hearing about your daughter going away because these rites of passages, they're a big deal for parents. And so he's at the age now where he wants me around, but not too close, right? And right. so, <laughs> yeah. by the way, a minor league ballpark a minor league, is a perfect place for a bunch of tenure. They can run around. They can do it. There's only so much trouble they can get in. They got food. They got games. They're having a lot of fun. So on the way back, it's him and his four friends. They're on the ferry. And, he, again, Jordan is saying to me, stay away. So I'm sitting. I can see them, but I'm sitting away. And uh, 
And this guy comes by, and you know, for people on the ferry, if people live out on the rock, they know that there are these guys who sell snacks. Right, walk right. around with basically a stroller selling snacks. See, and they make the, a few the, bucks. The ferry that I take every day from the city, Anthony, to Rockaway, they've got a concession stand. Right. Nobody They're, walks around. You just walk downstairs. Right. There's a girl there selling all that stuff. Right. And there's also, by the way, and even on the Staten Island Ferry, there's a, there's a, a shop. But, you know, this is an entrepreneurial city. People are. So this guy walks by with the Jordan and his friends, and he used some salty language while he's selling his candies. Like, anyone wants some effing... Anyone he actually used the F word? He might. He, he, might, he apparently did, because Jordan, <laughs> Jordan turns around and says, you shouldn't curse. Your son said that. Yeah, and yeah. I'm looking at him, and, and you know, we've talked about this, there is a little bit... We are five degrees away from complete wackadoo in this city right now. Like, <laughs> right. just about everyone you walk by is just one fry short of a happy meal. Right. you got to be really careful. Including your friend, the mayor. But, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, well, okay. <laughs> right. that's, that's a conversation for me and Curtis and for you and I to do next. But So Jordan is at this age where he's a combination of two dangerous things. One, he doesn't like to be wrong. He likes to, And two, right. he likes to perform for his friends, a little like, like his dad. Right. So he's got his four By the friends. Way, in both of those cases, he's a lot like you. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, hey, yeah. this is why they're before the grace of God. Like I'm looking at him, and I'm trying to I'm trying to teach him some of these lessons. And one lesson of living in the city is you can't walk around being in fear. You know, these people, these are people, these are God's souls and everything else. But on the other hand, you know, the whole rule about you know it's not so different different from being in prison. Don't make eye contact with some guys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so Jordan won't let it go. The, the guy turns back to him and says, "Hey, I'm allowed to, little end, uh, even though he's Joe Jordan's obviously whatever." He says, yeah, I'm allowed to. I'm an adult. And Jordan says, you shouldn't, shouldn't curse. He keeps saying it. And he keeps escalating. Jordan keeps saying like a smart butt. He yeah. shouldn't curse. Yeah. And this guy is getting testy. And he's looking around. Who's, I don't know whose little guy this is, but you better dial him down. And again, I want Jordan to kind of – and Jordan's friends are now – this is kind of like that movie Stand By Me. Like, yes. There's a lot of danger Before going them, on. Sure. Yeah. And so finally, I, I reach out and I say, you know what, buddy? I agree with you. He shouldn't be mouthing <laughs> off to adults. And the thing – and he was – but I got to tell you, it is a, a microcosm of what's going on in the city right now. Even a kid just being a little playful, there's so much crazy on the yeah, streets nowadays yeah, yeah. that you don't know who you're walking by, and it's a little bit frightening. Well, let's, let me ask you this then, because there was a time when you were, you could have been mayor in this city. Right. We know that. I want to go past all things. Uh, Eric Adams is the mayor. You know how I feel about him. You're not going to convince me differently. There's somebody you can talk to you blue in the face. I think he's a waste. I think he uh, dresses nicely, does a lot of talking, but does nothing. And your story is more evidence that that's the case. The city is getting worse, not better. So how do you fix it? Well, I, look, I, I think that to some degree we both overestimate and underestimate how much government can do. Part of the problem that we have here is there are fewer people generally on the streets, and we dumped a whole bunch more of these crazies on the street. They're out there. We see them a lot more, a lot more closed stores, making, making our streets more, much more forbidding. I have to tell you this, but it's like the Giuliani thesis, the Bill Bratton thesis, without public safety and without clean streets and without order, none of the other stuff matters. You know, there was a conversation earlier today during the news about, like, why people are not coming back. All it takes is 10 percent people feeling scared, and suddenly the streets seem a lot more empty. You know, outside the studio, used to be at lunchtime, people would be out with their bags of, and, oh, yeah. and all the time, yeah. and, now and now there's none of that. So I think – so my, my suggestion to the mayor, and I think that he's going to be a good mayor. I think he's doing a, a good job. I don't want to get into an argument of that. Hire more cops, hire more correction officers, and hire more mental health workers to go walk the streets. And the problem is the city council. Can they be white or they have to be black females? Because no, he seems I, to have this uh, this quota, this, uh, I don't, this I don't obsession believe, with I don't, females. I don't believe there's anything wrong with I – don't, I don't believe that being black means you can't do the job. If he, of if, course not. If these are the people he's comfortable with. That's all he hires. If these are the people he's comfortable with, <laughs> right. then so be it. But I don't believe 
you can also just kind of throw up your arms and say, hey, this is the way it is. It's not as bad as it was when you and I were growing up, but it's still very bad. What do you mean, the city? Yeah. Well, it depends. I know what you're saying. In the 70s, it was brutal. 80s, my God. We would get mugged like every day. You you couldn't have a bike in the city. I mean, in the city, yes, but I I never felt unsafe in Brooklyn. And now I feel unsafe everywhere. Anthony, they're breaking into homes in Howard Beach. No, I, that wasn't happening in the 70s. I feel you, but I got to. I remember growing up in the 70s and early 80s, you, if you had a bike, you got it stolen. Oh, yeah, for sure. Basically, it was like right, a rite of passage. Right, right. You had a bike stolen. But now if you've got a car, you get it stolen. I would, well, even <laughs> then, even then, you remember, you remember, you know, radio already stolen, yep, people waiting yep. in the club. Look, but it's bad. The, 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 it's bad. But something about COVID made everything, all the rules got thrown up in the air. And I think you got to respond by hiring some more police officers. That's my theory. I, I love that. Uh, but then again, what good are more police officers, Anthony, if they make these arrests in an attempt to make these streets safer? And you've got politicians like Kathy Hochul who are completely okay with these criminals spending 10 minutes in jail and then getting out. Yeah, what that, good is more police? Yeah, you've got to tell you, I know I've heard the obsession about, about bail. Obsession? The, the, well, about the no cash bail. What an obsession? Well, I know you've about the bail. You've got repeat offenders committing heinous crimes. No, but bail are not people who, who are convicted. And also 99% of people are being held on bail. It's like the one, whatever it is. But the point that I, I think you're right, but it starts with more people being arrested. The judges need to, I did a whole show on this. The judges need to take some accountability. The way we choose judges, they're, they're, you know, we elect those judges. The district attorneys, you saw a district attorney. Lee Zeldin was attacked in a conservative county in upstate New York, and that guy was let out. So don't just say it's a brag thing. Don't just say it's a hokal thing. I saw that attack. They should have charged that guy with a violent assault, and they didn't do it. No, I understand, but that is a Democrat policy. I mean, no, let, let's no, be, no, no, no. That, that was a Republican deal. No, no, it doesn't matter. It's a Democrat policy. Look, let's be honest here for a second. You're a very, very smart guy. You have to be embarrassed, embarrassed that you ever even ran as a Democrat. And by the way, how does a Jewish kid, how does a Jewish kid from New York vote for this party when you've got the likes of uh, Talib and AOC and all these Jew haters, these anti-Semites? you got a guy like Donald Trump who did everything right by Israel, everything right. How does a Jewish kid from New York remain loyal to that, that anti-Semite party? Well, the party's not anti-Semite. Of course they are. The party overwhelmingly supports Israel. Oh, overwhelmingly. Stop. Joe they, Biden doesn't even have a conversation with these Joe people. Joe Biden's one of those pro-Israel senators. Dude, and, what has he done to be pro-Israel? What has he done? For, he he served, served in the United States Senate for 45 well, just, years you, you supporting just started, Israel. I got you. He did nothing. He did nothing. You know, I'll show you what Donald Trump did, move the embassy Donald to Trump, Jerusalem. Donald Trump was excellent for Israel. You know, but I'm giving Donald you— Donald Trump uh, was excellent for Israel. But uh, you, can't, you can't take one wackadoo from the— This is the, what we talk about on my show. One wackadoo is like 20 this of is, them. There's— out of 435 members of Congress, Bernie about Sanders 15. is no good, and he's a Jew, by the way. I'm himself. not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of Bernie Sanders. I support Hillary Clinton. We have different parts of our party. Oh, yeah, yeah, you Hillary don't have to be. Clinton. Listen, you're you're a Republican. You don't necessarily have to support that green character, these QAnon people. You can be a Republican and not support every oh, element Roger of your Taylor party. Green? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I the QAnon think, stuff. You don't think that's anti-Semitic? I don't, I don't even follow that. stuff. I agree. It's, no, it's complete. Not, there's like five people. But that, it's like saying a white supremacy is an issue. This is exactly right. That's what we have in our party. We have some fringe people in our party. This is what we talk about. Listen, this is the problem. Too much of the debate is dominated by the AOCs and the and the, and the QAnons and everything else, and the people in the middle, like you and me. That's one are, are pro-Israel, are fairly conservative on crime, want to help people who need help, basically believe in the idea of fairness in the middle class. That's where the overarching middle is. And this is why I believe that the party, your party, makes a mistake when you focus on the stuff at the fringes. If Lee Zeldin 
if Lee Zeldin and Kathy Hochul had a debate about the issues of the day that most New Yorkers really care about, right. I think he would do fine. He'd do the great. problem was every time Donald Trump's on the TV, it hurts him. Every time you have a conversation about some about Taylor Green or or it's January sixth, it hurts him. This is why the president. This is why President Biden's up ten points since you and I uh, sat here last. Even after that pathetic uh, speech a couple of weeks ago. Loaded with hatred. And then even at the U.N. yesterday. I mean, you can't watch that, Anthony, and go, now that guy's a leader. Which one? That guy's a leader. Either one. The U.N. yesterday or that ridiculous Thursday night speech he made two weeks ago where he basically maligned me and 70 million no, other Americans. No, he wasn't talking about you. He was talking about oh, he, stop. he was talking about you and I were just talking about the no, fringes he, of the, the party. There, he has never once, him or Corrine Jean-Pierre, that genius, none of these folks have ever really come out and, and, and explained the difference between Sid Rosenberg and their new term, MAGA extremists. I just did. Not really. I mean, the QAnon. No, no, he, the he QAnon, loves us all these together. QAnon oh, people. Not, stop mentioning QAnon. Well, you say it hasn't Joe been explained. Biden, That's what he's talking Joe, about. No, he's not. Joe Biden would put me in that class in one second because I like Trump. Forget about QAnon well, or Steve Bannon. In one second, he put me there. That's the truth, and that's where he's a hateful guy. There are people in this country, and I don't think you're among them, who, who deny that, that Biden was elected, who think that the election was stolen and all that kind of stuff. Right. That, well, and it kind there, of was. And there are people. It kind see, of was. You see? Well, the Hunter Biden stuff, they, they, they buried the Hunter Biden stuff. I did a whole 10% show on of the, Americans changed their vote. He doesn't win. I did, a whole, I did a whole show on the Hunter Biden thing. I mean, it's, it's tawdry and everything else. It has nothing to do with Joe Biden. It has nothing to do with Joe Biden. It doesn't. You know that the big guy is Joe Biden, right? You All know those the, monies that they received. The big guy. Do you even know what that is? That's the, not on the laptop. That's some dude who says this no, is no, Joe no, Biden. No, 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 and no, 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 Fox no. News and the Wall Street Journal both said we don't Miranda, believe him. I don't believe him either. Miranda Devine. I read her book. I did a whole book report on it on my show. She's a tremendous woman. She really is. She's got everything exactly right. Exactly. This right. is Bobolewski. This is one guy. I, I I dove into this thing. This is one guy. It's not yeah. on the laptop. There's no document. And all those documents of this of this drug addled guy. Yeah. Not a single one connects to his dad. <laughs> of course there are. There There's are not. Tons. There are not. I mean, listen, man, I I, I, I can tell you, you yeah. can go there is this guy, Bobolewski. Who says, Tony Bobolinsky. Tony Bobolinsky. Right. Who goes around and so he went to the FBI, went to Fox News, and went to Wall Street Journal. All three of them said we don't you don't have anything here. Mm-hmm. He he shows them his phone. I mean, look. I, I think the Hunter Biden thing, I think Hunter Biden's going to be indicted. I think he's going to get in a bunch of trouble. I think there's a lot of stuff on that laptop. I, I went through the whole thing. I read, all, all, I read a Miranda's book. Yeah. I think there's a lot of horrible stuff there. But the next step, I don't see it. All right. Are you excited about the Mets? I want to see if they're how much more they're going to break the record for getting plunked. It was it 106? <laughs> I have. By the way, did did you see Showalter um, went out and got the ball? Yes, the 100. That was the craziest yes, thing. That was. I mean, look, this is an amazing time. I don't remember a Sunday. Like last Sunday in forever. Well, just... you, know, you want the exact stat? It was 13 years, 13 years, 2009, since the Jets, Giants, Mets, and Yankees all won on the same day. Now, you want to hear this? Jordan asked me this question. With the screwiness of COVID, was there any basketball or hockey overlap that could have made a fifth team? Maybe. I mean, it I wouldn't have been because you've got to go back to right. 2009. Right. But right. I wonder right. if there's ever been that kind of, But last night, I, I'm not a, a Yankee fan. Obviously, watch the game. The, the Mets and, and Atlanta, like, it seems like neither one of them wants to win until they have that final series, which is going to be amazing. Yeah. I mean, I just think this is just a, a, a really great time. A lot of optimism around the Rangers. A, you know, lot, not as much so around my team, the Islanders. But this yeah. is an, a great time in, in, in New York sports. So you're a happy guy right now. You can't not be. I mean, you can't not be. I mean, you know, there are, there are these days, and you remember when you were, were a straight sports guy, 
there are these days that it's miserable to go in and turn on the radio. Right. Because right. it's just people on the edge, on cliffs jumping off. <laughs> yeah. And then there are days where, like, you know, people are just, everybody, everyone, yeah. everyone was happy. Right, so the last time I saw you in the uh, newspaper, you were on the cover of the New York Post. If this is a touchy subject, just get over it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And it was a picture of your ex-wife, Uma, and uh, the very famous actor, Bradley Cooper. And uh, you were kind of leering in the background. And the Post reported that your ex-wife was banging Bradley Cooper. What are your thoughts on First that? First of all, we don't ask yeah. guests whether their ex-wives are banging someone. <laughs> There's a more artful way well, to do it. Well, how, how would you I'm, say it? I'm here. surprised that Lou did whisper into your ears some... You know, now that you're a book writer, I would think your thesaurus would be a little bit better well, well, than how that. Would, if, if you were doing the interview and I was sitting there, how would you say it? I would say, have they been engaged in uh, nocturnal activities? Sir? Right. He's banging her. That's I, the bottom I am, line. I, look, I am not... I'm not the first person on the memo about their plans. Yeah. I don't know what is true and what is not. I read in the New York Post, Bradley Cooper's people said that they're just friends. Whom is but, it? But you don't talk to him. She doesn't tell you these I things. Talk, I talk all the time. We have right. on the record and off the record conversations. I got you. I got you. Right. Right. So right. I'm, I, I don't have much more for you. But I did read in the New York Post that they're just friends. Right. And How the did, Post never lies. Said you know that they never. <laughs> <laughs> well, they lie less in the Daily News. At least admit that. That's probably right. All right. Well, listen. You're you're great today. It's good to see you. Thank you look you, great. Appreciate it. I hope uh, you're doing well. You uh, sound terrific. I am. Thanks for having me on. And congratulate you. Your show is just crushing it. Thank please, you. please give, give give my love and prayers to Bernie when you speak to him. Um, it, the, the world just isn't the same without his voice. I appreciate that. Thank you. Two to four every Saturday. Two to three the middle. And then three to four sitting alongside Curtis Sliwa. That is the very smart and entertaining Anthony Weiner. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law. Personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at info at GaboLaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.